Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. I'm Amanda, and this is the Tell Me More podcast. So today's episode, if you guys have been listening and following along, you guys know I have been a slacker, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but what happened was, is a fan favorite, Monica, when she's been on already two or three episodes, I think, she happened to be over at my house and we had some time to kill while we were waiting on something. So she said, ah, oh, let's just do a quick episode, I said. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> so she solved my no guest issue. So that's what this episode is. It's just me and Monica having a quick chat. We touched on the episode that I had with Carly last week. We talked about how to not fuck up your kids. So Monica has older kids, so she had some comments on that. And then we talked about, for some reason, what we were both like in grade eight. So we touched on that. We were very different. She was having sex. I was obsessed with boys who wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> um, and then somehow we started talking about talking to your kids about masturbation and their bodies. So I don't really know how we got into that conversation, but we did. Take a listen. Let me know what you guys think. You can check out her podcast. She has her own podcast. It's called The Front Seat, The Road Back to You, where she talks talks to people about kind of how they pivoted and changed their lives and decided to live for themselves essentially. So she's got some really cool guests on there. You guys should go check her out. And in the episode, I mentioned that we're doing a little secret project together. So that's your hint for today about what my project is, is that Monica is involved in it. So take a listen and I will see you guys next week. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on the Tell Me More podcast. So today I am doing an off-the-cuff episode. Guess who's in the home studio, you guys? Can you Monica. guess? Monica. Can you guess? <laughs> I guess there's no guessing if I just said. <laughs> I know. She's a fan favorite, so she's back again. Um, me and Monica are kind of like working on a special project. Everybody who's asking me what my secret project is, one of the hints is Monica's involved. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but we're waiting on Kirsten to go get something for this special project. So I was telling her that I have no guest for next week. As you guys know, I've been slacking on the guest department. So I thought, hey, Monica's here anyways. So you know what I actually think Amanda does is anyone who comes to her house, she says, hey, would you like to podcast with me? And anyone who says no, she just like ties them up and drags them downstairs to her basement. It's, so, a, it's absolutely true. Yeah, I know. So here I am podcasting about we don't even know yet. She was going, what are we going to talk about? I said, it doesn't matter. We'll just figure it out. So let's actually, okay, we did have a couple things. Mm -hmm. You, you've been listening to my episodes because you're a diehard fan. I, I love you so much. And I just really wish I could be more like you. <laughs> and you've got a couple opinions on the episode I I had just had with Carly. Yeah, I was I was actually listening to that. And I know that, you know, your kids are so much younger than mine. Like my kids are 20 and 24. And so we come from a different time of raising them. And for you, I think that there's so much social media or around how you're supposed to do it. And you see, it's sort of like that Facebook life of like your your friends would post things like, oh, my two-year-old is reading. And you're yeah. like, well, my two-year-old's not reading. And yep. so there's this constant comparison. Like we don't just do that with child raising. We do that with our whole life. I was about and to I, say that. I think it's so toxic yeah. because you know when my kids were being raised which like I said Amanda's 24 like nobody talked about whether we should have them in day home or daycare or, or whatever and I have to tell you it 
doesn't matter what you do for them as far as day home or daycare for when they're this age because they will learn to read. They will learn how to cut with scissors and color in the lines. But what what if they don't? (laughs) No, but I mean, I... Okay, I see that eventually. Like, you're right. It's not like there's ever, I don't know, an eight-year-old who's not potty trained. But there are some. There are... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm giving you an eye roll, right? Because it's not... Okay, so for the eight-year-olds that aren't potty trained, is it because their mother didn't insist that they sat on the toilet for 10 minutes a day according to whatever specialist is on Facebook today? Yeah, no, you're right. Like, no, they have some kind of an issue. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I definitely agree. The whole idea of comparing ourselves like you look at instagram life yeah you know and you're like oh my god all they do is travel and they look so good and you know they're posting that smoothie and wow that looks good i haven't had a smoothie in a while (laughs) yeah and you know what i was listening to a podcast recently about some woman and you know i have no idea who the influencers are but this woman was somebody that was instagram famous And her story was that she was posting the shit that you're talking about, her perfect house, her perfect life, her perfect smoothie. And she was getting these sort of comments that I want to be you. And in the meantime, she had some sort of serious illness and she was like seriously, literally dying and her husband was leaving her. And you don't know what goes on behind those perfect pictures because that's what we do. We post these beautiful pictures and I mean, I even do that. Like, I, you know, like if you look at my, why you're so fucking happy on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) If you look at my Facebook feed, it's all like, Oh look, I'm in my, I'm in Victoria with my daughter and we're smiling and we're drinking wine and now we're by the beach and it's just not real life. So what's real life? It doesn't show me, you know, fighting with Amanda behind the scenes and you know what I mean? And I know, and me sleeping on the floor in her apartment because she only has one bed and (laughs) i do actually but you know what she's she's really hard to sleep with like she makes a lot of noises and you know she hits me when she sleeps and so (laughs) (laughs) no you're absolutely right i saw um somebody posted a picture like one of the calgary radio stations i can't remember who but she posted a picture of herself like one of the djs the morning djs or something she posted a picture of herself with like her ex-boyfriend, she put like a thing over his face so you couldn't see it. But her, the caption was, and it's her smiling, like super bright and shiny. And she goes, how many times have you guys posted a picture of yourself saying like showing happiness, but really it was a terrible day. She goes, this picture where we look super happy, we had just gotten a huge fight at the restaurant over what to order or whatever it was. And I'm sure when I posted this, I put something like hashtag blessed or hashtag best relationship ever. And it's how many people do that? Like it's so many do. And like my kids, like even today, Colton, like literally right before you walked in the door today, we were like screaming at him because he got ketchup on the couch. And then he's "Ah," like runs upstairs crying. And, you know, you walk in and I'm just like, just stop crying, Colton. (laughs) That wasn't really how it was. But, you know, and then I like take, you know, let's say I took a picture of him and posted it later today. I wouldn't say anything about the fact that like a few minutes previous he was like crying. And I'm like, it it makes me really wonder why we're so addicted to posting those happy pictures. Like it's, it's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. Recognition. It's like, uh, what is it? You want your peers to respect you or look up to you. I don't know. Or is it the, you know, like, is it that we're looking for the likes? Like, cause if you post a picture of your kids and they're super cute and then it's like, you know, yeah. you get a hundred people going, Oh, you know, great. You have an yeah. awesome life and I want to be like you. And is 
I'm just trying to figure us yeah. out socially. I'm totally not judging you. I'm yeah. sort of judging myself at yeah. the same time, but I, yeah. it's harsh. And like going back to what we were talking about, about how you're thinking, am I fucking up my life? You wouldn't think that way if you didn't have social media. You wouldn't know. But you had to have compared before, like, you know, to even the mom down the street. It wouldn't have been as But it's intense. different because you're only comparing people in your community yeah. and what they're doing. So, yeah. So Mary Jane's in daycare and, and Joey's in day home. And, like, what's the difference? Like, mm-hmm. you just because it's not on social media knowing that every kid who's four knows how to read except for yours wait, no i think no matter what you compare because like i'll even be with friends and they've got kids the same age as mine mm-hmm. and mine are speaking really well and there's talk baby talk yeah and in my mind i'm like hmm, must be because they aren't in daycare really like, that's where my brain goes honestly and you can't tell me that that doesn't happen to you guys too. <laughs> okay. So for me, I was the, totally the opposite. So I was like, I'm a stay home mom and I'm homeschooling my kids and my kids are way better than yours. Oh, cause because I spend time with them. I spend time with mm. them and you are a shitty mom because See, but you still had those feelings. of I judgment. did. Exactly. I totally did, but a totally different type of feeling. Yeah. I was thinking more things on a, my children are going to be more emotionally in, evolved than yours. So is that though, because you had such a like your upbringing you didn't feel that love from your mom whatever and you're like well I'm gonna do the complete opposite my kids are gonna be so well balanced because I'm gonna do it right yeah yeah and I think that there's sort of this lack of trust in anybody else like if I put my kids in a day home or a daycare or anything like they're not gonna love my kids the way that I do they're not gonna be able to do it the same yeah I need my children to be valued and like what kind of bullshit whatever I was I was thinking and at the end of the day, when I look back on the way that I did it versus the way that you do it, they're both fine. Yeah. Like both kids end up in the same place at the end. It's true. I have such a strong opinion on it too, because they even all this homeschooling people are doing these days, right? There's, there's so many people saying that parents are not supposed to be the ones teaching their kids because your role is a completely different role than the teacher, right? You're going to have to teach them some things in life and guide them and all that stuff. But kids don't listen to their parents the same way they listen to a teacher. And I've seen it like with Colton, the way he behaves at school or even in his before and after school daycare, he's a completely different kid. So I actually really like that he goes and gets that structure and that like structure is the best word from somebody other than me. You know what I mean? I get it. But I think that maybe you and I are thinking of different types of schooling. And and first of all, I got to tell you that I failed at homeschooling. <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. Okay. So Amanda was really good with homeschooling. And I homeschooled until she was in grade five. And she was so happily... Um, doing things like making her own bird books and writing stories and and you know what I mean but it was yeah. the way that I homeschooled was I incorporated what they like to do right. and then just based programs around that and I was allowed to do that mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still allowable so if you're interested in birds you just focus on birds you write about birds you yeah. tell stories about birds like whatever your thing is and mathematics became things like cooking, like yeah. fractions. I love and, that and um, you know, my husband was really into building. So it was like, this is a two by four and I need a measurement of this mm-hmm. and that. And so it became practical math mm-hmm. and, you know, like, what are these two added up? Yeah. And so my homeschooling adventure, really, you just took everything that you were doing and you 
thought about how can I turn this into an educational experience for them and even you know we build terrariums and put frogs and worms and yeah you know so you so you just life was learning but like we do that on the weekends and you know what I mean evenings anyways like Colton helps me in the kitchen and I'm teaching him measurement you know all that stuff anyways so so how important is it that they sit in front of a workbook and yeah. do 10 pages of math, which they hate I, I and know. want to kill you, yeah. you know, like, and trying but to it teach. it depends on the kid too, though, because I was the kid who actually enjoyed those workbooks. Like, yeah, but was, if you don't. Totally. Because if you enjoyed workbooks, then you probably didn't enjoy yeah. something else. Yeah, you're absolutely You know, right. like there yeah. was something else that totally. you would kick and scream and cry because yeah. you didn't want to do, like maybe phys ed. Yeah. Or, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> like that you, a fat joke? <laughs> I definitely used to like, oh my God, like, especially like in the older years, grade eight, like high school, I'd yeah. be like, I would just walk around the track instead of run. Like yeah. the teacher didn't even like make me, like me and my girlfriends would just be chatting. Like, it kind of surprises me. I figured that you'd be the girl who was jogging around the track with the ponytail. Isn't that funny? Because that, that is what I would be like now. I don't know where the, when the like switch was flipped. So, okay. I, okay. I just want you to, like, I know we're totally off track here <laughs> and I don't even care. I want to talk about me now. So what were you like in grade grade eight because and I'm going to paint you a picture of what I look like in grade eight okay. and, and so you tell me first I want to know who you were at that age I was super insecure I was like great you know like just a grade eight girl like you're just like super worried about what everybody's thinking I was kind of like I was like nerdy but not like super nerdy hmm. I was like I had I, was, I went to a new school in grade eight so I had to make all new friends but like most of the friends that I made I'm actually still friends with now but we had like this little like girl gang i don't know but it's not like boys didn't pay attention to me at all so were you into boys you weren't even oh into i boys? was into boys but, but they weren't was... into you i had like the biggest crush on this one boy like we were obsessed with him and looking at him now he's totally gotten fat and it makes me kind of happy i don't know why <laughs> like i shouldn't be happy somebody got fat. shout out to no just yeah, kidding no, I... <laughs> won't tell who he is. i'm sure some people listening will know who this is but we would like somehow we got his number and we would phone his house all the and time. hang up um i don't even remember i think like I don't really remember. I did like I I was boy crazy. Yeah. But boys didn't like me. <laughs> I had braces. I was I don't know. I was a bitch. Like I was always fighting Weird. with one one friend or another. We were always in a fight. I was always I don't know. I was a big gossip. I still am. I don't know. I was huh. that's grade eight. <laughs> so for me, grade eight, I was I remember so I remember being twelve, but grade eight was probably thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember actually having the feeling, well, I absolutely know everything there is to know about life and I'm all grown up now. So grade eight, I would be with my ex-husband. So, and 12 years old, I started having sex in grade seven. What? Yeah. So that puts a pit in my stomach. Yeah. So, and I remember thinking that I was a a bit pressured from some of my girlfriends who were like, oh, you're still a virgin and you're a loser. In grade seven? Yes, absolutely. (gasps) And so that's crazy. mm -hmm. So I had like dyed my hair bleach blonde. Like if you can picture that, the the kind of eighties head, you know, so I would wear like, uh, quick zip jeans they were the zippers with with, like went all the way around your ass i feel like you might have told me about this last time we recorded (laughs) this is very familiar i don't remember that part (laughs) i don't remember saying this but it's it's possible because it is the truth was that easy access (laughs) well i think they were just cool they were called fancy ass jeans and that was that was the really cool jeans that you could get and and i think 
Like, why would you wear jeans like that? That's ridiculous. Can you imagine? <laughs> and then I used to wear those lumber jackets, those head jackets, they called. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. bleach blonde. And so I thought that I was like all that. Like a cool. You yeah. Were like a cool. Jacket. I also had a rabbit skin, like a rabbit jacket, you know, like rabbit hair. How many rabbits do you need to make one jacket? That's a I don't know, but you want to hear something really disgusting is my sister, who is nine years younger than me, used to let her rabbit hump it. <laughs> hump <laughs> my jacket. jacket. <laughs> yeah. And so if I was like, what is this like stain on my jacket? And she would be like, mm-hmm. So the rabbit wanted to hump the jacket because yes. it was like its own kind? Yeah. Interesting. I think a rabbit will hump anything, but I thought I was fairly mature and I met the love of my life and now all I, you know, my life plan was laid out. I was going to get married and live happily ever that after. That is very young to feel that way. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that last episode I told you that we named our kids yeah. when we were 12 years old. And then that's what you actually ended yeah. up naming your kids. Yeah, we actually did. The idea of a 13 year old or a 12 year old, 12 year old doing that, like honestly makes me like, oh, I think so, because my kids aren't that far away from that age, you know, like it's. Well, it's important to know that kids have those feelings, know, you yeah. know, like your sexuality, it probably kicks in around then. And if you don't have those conversations with your kids, yeah. like. For instance, I was having, I was listening to this podcast the other day and they were talking about porn and how to talk to your sons about it. So, and they were saying like the, the experts were saying that boys are exposed to porn as early as 11. Especially now that everybody has phones. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you don't talk to them about it, about things like, but how do you even bring that up with a, a little boy? Yeah. That, yeah. Like what age do you start? There's this podcast called six minute sex ed. Okay. And there's like, it's just six minute little clips and there's one episode for like the adults to listen to about whatever the topic is. So like masturbation, whatever. And then there's a second episode that's family friendly. She kind of like, makes it more clean and it's just like a way you would put it on in the car and let your like kids listen to it kind of thing you know what I mean yeah like what though like if we're talking masturbation is it just something like it's okay to touch your don't you do that with your boy anyways you have how old is how old is Colton he's six okay so I know when Johnny was six and he really doesn't that much play with himself uh, my son was always playing with himself I'm ready and like I'm ready to have the conversation because there was a period where he kind of was in the bath a lot and yeah I didn't care you know but because him and Kenna are always in the tub together Mm -hmm. I'm like kind of just on the I'm like because I don't want him like you know yeah so but so far it hasn't really been an issue but like I'm definitely we're ready you know but you you also have to see it as not really an issue like Johnny would walk around naked all the time and Amanda would point at his little penis and go look he's got a pee woody that's what she'd call it And, um, and then he would play with it. And then I, I would just say to him, you know, that's something that we do in our room, go play with your penis in your room. And when you're done, wash your hands. And that was it. I love that. That's a conversation for a four or five year old. And that's all that's necessary. You didn't tell him that if he touched it, he'd go to hell. And no, that was not till he was six. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Like some people are taught, like literally if you masturbate, you're going to hell or whatever. It'll fall off or, you know, like some of the shit that was told to kids back well in the day. you know i grew up as a catholic right and so and but masturbation wasn't really talked about to no. girls or i don't think it was an issue like i don't even think we knew yeah. what to do when unless was the first you figured time it you out masturbated do you remember probably around 12 like probably a couple days before i had sex yeah. like you know like so when you were having s- okay so you ha- you 
were like having sex at 12 and actually coming? Like, no, okay. no, 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 no. But if you, did you know how to come by no, yourself? No. And even if I, if you say what, how early was it when you were masturbating and I say 12, like, I don't think anything happened. Yeah. I, I don't even think it appealed to me. And even way mm. after that, like I wasn't into masturbation. Like, I don't think it's this for some girls. Like it wasn't I for me. Was. I remember being in grade eight, like definitely doing you it. You were like a total masturbator. I was a masturbator. <laughs> you I were, can't were I'm you, admitting this. Were you the- a master masturbator? <laughs> well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think I was like, but there's definitely, I can, I have vivid memories of like doing it. And I know I was in probably grade eight. So is this a conversation even worthy of talking to your daughter about? I mean, yeah. your mother never had to say no. to you. No, you no. Know? But then there's a lot of people who never, ever did it. And like, if you don't even know how to get yourself off. How are you going to instruct a guy? You know what I well, mean? You, like, you and can't, then but, but if you're not interested in touching yourself, yeah. I mean, you think that those things would come naturally, but maybe I'm, it doesn't. I it's like know. breastfeeding is supposed to come naturally. It doesn't like every, like that's huh. why lactation consultants are a thing, right? Yeah, like, I guess. It's just not, I think that people like there's, a lot of women who like don't even orgasm until they're in their twenties, right? Oh, or even later. Later, exactly. Or even later. So I think like, but the conversation of like, okay, McKenna, you're gonna have these feelings. This is what you do. Like, of course not. I'm not gonna. But like, yeah. how? Or is that one of those things that you inst- like? I'm sure these days there's um like kid friendly videos that you can point them to. You know what I mean? Like, or like that six minutes. I think that thing. it's more like just like this is your body and it's it's for you. Yeah. And it, it's okay to touch yourself. Yeah. It feels good. And often you'll see your kids doing things in the bathtub. Yeah, like touching totally. themselves in the bathroom. Yeah. And then that's when the conversation yeah, can come up totally. of that's totally fine. Just you know, these are your private parts and you need to do it in private. And then yeah. that's that's it. I like what you say, like this is your body and you can do what you want with it. Yeah. Like I actually think that's a really good way of putting it. So here's something that happened. So my kids, so I'm gonna say Amanda and her friend were nine years old. And they did the whole, you show me yours, oh. I'll show you mine Girlfriend thing. or boyfriend? Boy. So okay. he was the boy and she was yeah. the girl. And I, I don't know if we, if me and my girlfriend caught them or, or how it came about, but we, we learned that they did that. And so my immediate response to that is, well, that's fine. Like, you know, they're eight yeah. and, and my girlfriend said to me, yes, but what you're doing there is you're teaching them that it's okay to pull down your pants for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether boy or whether girl. And yeah. so it's really important. And cause I never thought about that. Cause I've always, I've always thought that sexual exploration is fine yeah. as long as you're not being manipulated yeah. at any age. If you're five and mm-hmm. you're like, you know, this feels good. Mm-hmm. I don't care because there's no sexual damage being done, but you need to teach your kids. I think at that point, like my girlfriend had a really good point of saying you need to teach them not to pull their pants down because if they'll do it for their friend, yeah. then what's not to say they're not going to do it for their babysitter or like you really need to hammer home the, yeah. you know, I know that you did that, but remember, <clears throat> yeah. these are our private parts and we these are our parts that we touch in private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? That's a very, I like, I'm, my mind is kind of spinning now. I'm not even, yeah. Like, what do you I think like, of that? What do you I, think I of that? I agree. I uh, absolutely agree. And I'm just trying to think also like, because you want them to, I don't want my kids to think nudity is bad. No. I don't want them to think, but I don't want them, you know, when they're playing with their friends to be showing each other their private parts either because I don't, because you're right. Like it sets them up for like, 
what's because it's it's a hard line of what's right, what's exactly. wrong. But I've also taken my kids down to like because I told you we lived on this hippie island <laughs> that um, there was music festivals, and I was like part of a I was a coordinator for one of these these festivals, and so I would take my kids down during the daytime when yeah. there was naked people all over the beach. And I also yeah. felt that that was appropriate because people yeah. were not sexual yeah. on the beach. They were playing hacky sack yeah. on the beach. Like and there nudity was, doesn't mean sexual. No. So, yeah. but, but when you say, when you ask somebody to expose themselves to you, that is yeah. sexual. Yeah. But seeing, seeing other people naked in the change yeah. room or on a yeah. beach is not yeah. sexual. And I think that that's the distinction. And you want your kid to satisfy their curiosity. Yeah. But within certain content like certain limits too because just yeah. and also you got to remember like your kid might be emotionally stable enough or aware enough to be like okay well i just i want to see what a you know a penis looks like because you know i'm but curious would it, but your your kids obviously yeah. know what penis I mean hopefully carson is naked yeah. sometimes oh, in yeah. front of your kids I'm naked in front of my kids all like, the time too. i think like, it'd be ridiculous to hide yeah. yourself from me i shouldn't say that because some other people might not think that that's cool yeah well and that's the thing i think that it's because there is such a stigma behind nudity too and like a lot of us were raised with like no you cover yourself up like and fair enough like i do see the the appeal of both of those but i think a lot of people are like very um, they have it ingrained in their brain about, you know, you sexuality. Yeah. There comes a point when your kids will think you're gross. Yeah. And that's when you start covering up. Yeah. So when your kids are little like yours, your naked body is something that they have seen just as much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not weird for them and it's yeah. not sexual. Yeah. At some point it's going to be, Oh Mom, God, you're your just, on. you're disgusting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you'll know that transition. Yeah. And it's usually when they start asking for privacy themselves, yeah. when they start closing the doors, when they yeah, go yeah. into the washroom and bathing, yeah. Yeah. that they need their own privacy, which yeah. means that your time is ended to, but I'm not saying you can't walk around naked yeah. because I mean, in my house, my daughter was constantly walking around naked and my son was like, Oh, <laughs> put some clothes on. <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> the funny. life of monica that's so funny i know okay now kirsten's come back with our the thing we were waiting for so i don't want to stop this but we need to work on our project so. what okay tune in next week for more <laughs> secret project information thank you very much for doing this with me and we'll probably edit a bunch out but this is good ciao thanks <laughs>all right all right all right what was that i don't know i'm in a mood today i don't even really know why i'm doing an outro i don't really have much to say if you guys enjoy the episode you know my spiel go give me a rating review on apple Podcasts. follow it take a screenshot of you listening to it share it on your instagram let people know about the podcast also i have recently decided that I really prefer interviewing my friends. <laughs> Nothing against the rest of you, like who I've interviewed. Of course, like I like talking to anybody, but people have been reaching out to me that I haven't talked to in years and I'm having such a good time talking and reconnecting. So anybody who's listening to this, who's like, oh, I wouldn't mind being on the show. Honestly, I want you. I will have you. I have been reconnecting with multiple people who I haven't seen since high school. People are coming out of the woodworks here and I freaking love it. So yeah, like if you're one of those people who's like, oh, I wouldn't mind being on this podcast. Like for real, I want to talk to you. I can find something interesting to talk to about anybody. So reach out to me. 
Anyways, thanks anybody who made it to the end of the episode. I appreciate it and love you all. And I will catch you guys on the next one.